Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. A Friday Reardon Roundtable is set to roll out here on 97.1 FM Talk. The uh, panel is assembled. Sue Thomas is in her chair, ready to go. How are you? I am well, thank you. Happy Friday. Pretty nice fall day. I mean, it's a little cooler, but it's November, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Jane Duker, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Fantastic. Really feeling good. Well, let me introduce the rest of the panel. I'll tell you yeah. why I'm in a good mood. There is one reason I'm in a good mood. Oh, that's mood. Maybe good. Somewhat it's good relatable. to hear. It'll probably be over by 310 or something like that. But uh, State Rep Steve Butts is here making good for last week when he was ill. So we're glad that you're back. Are you okay? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm back in the land of the oh, you At least sound, I'm vertical. You sound yeah. resonated, though. There that's, I go. That's what See? happens when you get sick. You get a little deeper voice. So that's And lose okay. weight. So there's good things. <laughs> hey. State Senator Nick Shore is here as well. Yes, I am. Thank so you you'll be me. able to appreciate this. I think Butts will, too, but you're more of a slew guy. Did you guys see the Mizzou comeback last night in basketball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even know they were playing. I flipped it on accidentally. True story. They were down by 20 points when I turned mm-hmm. it on. Mm-hmm. I have this setting on YouTube TV where I can back out and I can watch three different games. And I'm like, I'm getting out of this. And I happen to walk back into the room. And I noticed that they were like Minnesota wasn't scoring and Mizzou kept scoring. They didn't take the lead in the game until, until nine seconds left. Yeah, and they right. ended up holding on. That, that I got was the a, alert. I got the alert that's like upset alert. And I'm like. Mizzou's going to blow this. I can't believe it. And then they didn't. It was really a lot of fun. We'll talk about that a little bit more with Kusumano this afternoon as well when he joins us at 445. Let's unfortunately talk about crime in St. Louis again. This story from Clayton is, and I I said this on Twitter and to you, Jane, it's just unfortunately so St. Louis. And here's the reporting from Christine Byers this afternoon, the updated reporting. Less than two months before Trinell Johnson allegedly fatally shot a Clayton man earlier this week, a GPS company told the judge that he had violated his GPS monitoring and it appears nothing was done about it. According to the memo uh, obtained by Channel 5, it said, Dear Judge Hilton, please be advised that Mr. Johnson is no longer being monitored on GPS by this agency. His bracelet has not been changed or charged, rather, and he will not return messages left by this agency. It is requested that if Mr. Johnson makes contact with the court, the court allow this agency to obtain our equipment. So the, the judge knew that. Then at a hearing, the court file indicates that Johnson was in court. Nothing changed. He was allowed to remain on bond despite the monitoring violation. So how the hell does that happen? Um, Christine Byers reporting says they met with Wesley Bell, the St. Louis County prosecutor. He said his office was not notified of this memo (laughs) because it was part of a pretrial assessment in which the office wasn't involved. So here we go again. This happened with Janae Edmondson. Oh, yeah. Daniel O'Reilly, it's the exact same story. So what what the hell here? Well, here's the other thing, too. Um, I mean, the uh, the, after it became apparent that this guy was not 
adhering to GPS, nobody moved to revoke his bond. See, the whole reason, like, if you don't comply with the GPS monitoring, you're supposed to be revoked. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, these bracelets are not working. Okay, now, but, but it, how can you have a hearing? Fault. They say there was a hearing and the judge was notified and then he was allowed to. How does that happen? Because judges have thousands of cases and I don't even know if they ever see it. You're telling me the prosecutor's office is not warned? No, they should know. I don't believe well, look that. look at the case system that we have. I mean, it we've says been the expanding is, it. It's on the docket. 100%. Even in the Janae Edmondson case, you saw it's the 50 plus the times docket. where those, yeah. those violations occurred. So I don't, so I, one, I don't believe it. And two, this is, I mean, I want to know how many letters that that office has gotten about people who aren't uh, working with, who, who aren't following the GPS. And I, I just, I don't think they revoke. I'd be curious. I am going to look at the data because I don't think they re- revoke people's bond. And I think they need to do that more often because this guy had no intention of complying. He got the notice in September, went to court in October, still wasn't doing the GPS. He just said, I'm not doing it. And nobody said a word, and so then he goes and murders somebody. Well, how many times did that occur in, when, when you practiced? When If you had a client or new colleagues that had clients that had these violations, they were brought back in under McCullough. Oh, no question. St. Louis County, St. Charles no County, Lincoln question. County, and so on, since Wesley Bell, since Kim Gardner. Yes. The, the, this approach on the, these offenders who can just walk scot-free, and who is getting harmed by it? The people of Missouri and those tourists that are coming here like Janae Edmondson did. Right. Yeah, you know, Mark, so, we talked about it when it happened to Janae Edmondson. That's Daniel Riley. I was there at the arraignment. I'm not going to let it go. I think his trial date's in March. So that's uh, three cases now. I, I know personally right. that people oh, that are supposed to be locked up yeah. or so, yeah, and I'm or just being an insurance guy from South St. Louis, and I know three cases. Well, what right. are, what what is the, the deal with this bail project group that put up the Oh, money? It, you know what? If anybody gives somebody bail that's been put up by this group, you're a menace because these people— his, I mean, you remember the guy in the city who they let out on the bail project and because he was a domestic abuser and he went home and he killed his wife. Okay, yeah. so who's funding this? Oh, it's I it's a it's like, like a left wing, like radical, like, you know, let's get everybody out of jail group. Well, that's what I was wondering if it's the, the Soros, Hollyweird groups that have been doing this across the nation. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so the bail project right there, that should make you suspicious. And I thought that we had pretty much banished him out of St. Louis after the domestic abuser killed his wife, but apparently not. So that should make anybody suspicious when the bail project gets involved. Okay, so the the next story that I want to discuss related to crime is not getting as much attention, but I, I want to focus on this because I brought it up about five or six weeks ago, and Jane, you know this, mm-hmm. that, you know, just the, the quick version is when I went to a concert at Enterprise walking from this building, it was 8.15, the homeless encampment moved from where they shut it down because the vice president was in town. It did not feel safe. I went on the air that Monday saying, hey, if my producer was walking over there at that time, it, it didn't. Feel my, I certainly wouldn't take my wife and daughter. So about a week after that, there was a shooting right here at 14th and Market, right, from the homeless people. Then the other day, there's a shooting, not Enterprise. at Enterprise, but at the you know right at that intersection right there. Again, homeless guys, guys shot in the head. Now, that's fine, I guess, that it's homeless people shooting at each other. But how long, Steve, before someone is caught when they're going to a Blues game in the crossfire until we do something about it. There is no reason whatsoever that this administration should not move that encampment. There's two options. Either move the homeless people out of that area where people are all the time or put more police presence in front of Stiefel and Enterprise Center. And neither is happening. I would say we have to do both. I mean, I'd say, what do you do with the homeless encampment short term? I'd say the 
the uh, medium security workhouse is vacant, sitting there, and I, I'm that's with you where on that, Steve. I would put the homeless people immediately. That's where they you have, have an empty to go. building. You have that, an empty building that can house more than enough people. With, yes. with bathrooms and showers. And, and here's the deal: if humane. you don't accept services and go to a shelter or go to the workhouse, if they turn it into a homeless shelter, then you don't get to just you know camp wherever the heck you want. You have to follow the rules. They should have been swept out of there on the day after that yeah. shooting. Absolutely. Okay, they're, they're, why? Oh, because they're not even admitting it. They're not mark. even admitting no. it publicly that it was the homeless people shooting each other. Even if it is or isn't the homeless people. It doesn't matter. Not firing, right. not firing. Go to Seattle. See what's happened to that once great yeah. city. But I'd say then on the police presence, you mentioned it. Just two weeks ago, I was in New York to watch our youngest kid finish the New York Marathon. It was awesome. But when you're in New York, it's amazing. Cops everywhere. How safe you feel. Yeah. I oh, mean. Well, I would for, think, for now, until yeah. they're going to be cutting, as they're mentioning all of yeah. the funds going to police in new york city because of the the influx of illegals that are there so yeah, i don't know well that's I, a story that's actually breaking it. today yeah. maybe but breaking Adams, today but i'm telling new york's a safe city and it feels safe i could i that. could sit by myself in times square at three in the morning rather than be six o'clock in the dark down in here i would i mean there, amen yeah. it's it, that's not okay and you can gaslight me all you want and you can put people on the radio that says crime's down 40 percent and we've turned the corner Quit lying to people. It does, No one believes that. Well, okay, so I aired this audio. Jane joined me a couple of days ago from this guy from greater downtown. God bless St. him. Louis. He's paid to be a cheerleader, right. but come and on. Just it's not... this nonsense about how there's more foot traffic and more people in downtown and things Our are moving in a positive direction. No, it's not. So here's here's a question. You responded to this on Twitter. I don't know Danny Eichenhorst. Is she a restaurant uh, yeah. tour? Uh, STL Danny. Dogs. So Great I responded place. to this cynically because that's what I do. But here was her question on Twitter. And Jane, you responded. For those of you that don't come to St. Louis City that often, what would you, what would make you change that? Be civil, looking for real priorities. My response was not dying. Okay, that would be one. Jane's <laughs> response was there are many concerns, but one that's not discussed is that the streets are filthy, trash cans not empty, trash everywhere. That sends a message. That's true. There's another person here named Julie Lawson who says, I'm the board chair for the Crime Victim Center. I know firsthand the real crime numbers. doesn't matter what they are. Perception is that crime is out of control. My own family members won't go into the city for that reason alone. And that's true. Yeah. Right. It is true. A lot of people feel that way. And you know, on the statistics, I like to use one, two, three-year averages. It is true in a lot of categories. We had this huge spike right after COVID. Then, of course, it's coming back down. But we're I think still in the top say, five. Use a moving average. I understand. And but- ask anybody and go by any law of averages. It's still bad. It's still bad. There is a little bit more traffic, foot traffic, and people downtown. You know, I'm, I'm down here about two or three days a week. A little more. There used to be a time... A year and a half ago, at you could lunchtime, stand, at lunch, you could just everywhere. look, you would not see cars but, yeah. or see, the people, other, but the now other at thing, least you see both. I'm glad, I just remembered this, and this was something that happened a week ago today. When we were on the air, there's a team, and I forget the name of the team, that came in to play Webster University, and they're taking pictures at the arch with their van. And they their were van robbed. gets ripped yeah. off, their uniforms. Webster had to supply the uniforms I mean, they, they part. attack tourists, guys. It's like they sense the tour, the criminals sense the tourists are coming. They shoot at the windows of the hotel. They rob the, the players, you know. They, uh, you know, ruin a girl's a volleyball player's life. It's like, guys, they're attacking our tourists. And it's not that hard to look when you when you figure out what the issue is. I mean, it's crime. It's it's out of control. Our, our liberal leadership is not doing a darn thing. Things are getting worse. Look at cities like Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas that have had the same issues. How do they address it? Saturating the streets with police, making people mm-hmm. feel safe. I mean, I saw in Nashville, Tennessee, couldn't show you where the cop was. 
But as soon as the fight broke out, the cops were right there, broke it up, took the people away. That was that. And everybody went back to feeling safe. And look, you could go miles in a vicinity out there. Right now, you can't go much more past Ballpark Village without fearing for your life. All right, hang on. Oh, I played that way too loud because uh, I apologize for that. Hang on. Board operating air is already 318. It's the Reardon Roundtable for a Friday afternoon. Nick Schroer, State Senator, State Rep Steve Butts, Jane Duker, all on the panel. We're back with more in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This bump is for uh, for Steve Butts because Great he heard song. me playing Ario Speedwagon the other day and he said, like you do. I had Golden Country on yes. a couple of days ago and this is one of your favorites. So ask and ye shall receive. You How about that? Thanks, Mark. I love Ario from the <laughs> 70s. Later, Ario got a little bubble gummy, but the it did. 70s it did. But you like to ride the storm out. Oh, I love yeah, oh, that. <laughs> oh, that was good, that's the, theme, that's the theme song of my I, campaign. Is right I'm oh. a big Ario well, that, fan. Well, that live album was just classic. It yeah. really was. It was. It was epic. I'm glad I had older sisters. Jane Duke on the panel here this afternoon, State Rep Steve Butts, Nick Schroer, State Senator from uh, St. Charles. Nick, what the hell? And I'm just shocked. What the hell is going on on college campuses across this country right now? It is just absolutely outrageous. I mean, it's it's proof that uh, they're not teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic. And they're obviously not teaching a correct form of history, an untainted version of history. Because when you look, I mean, even when I was in law school studying uh, international crimes. We learned something that is blowing away these kids in college campuses today, that Hamas and the other terror groups are using daycares, uh, houses. They're, they're going into hospitals and shooting their missiles from there. Because if you fire back, if Israel fires back, they're in the wrong. Because now they're going to go on media and say, oh, wait a second, they attacked our hospital, they attacked our daycare. And if they do nothing, okay, well, then you're just inviting more and more missiles to come in. I have no idea how we got this bad this quick. Because it wasn't that many years ago when I was in college campuses. And, yeah, I think I think we did pretty good. But I, I don't know where we went wrong. I think we need to start focusing 
here in the state of Missouri on what what type of uh, history is being taught well, in these I'm, college I'm campuses. I'm going to tell you exactly where we started going, Ron. It happened right here in Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. Because when BLM kicked off and you went full bore on steroids, oppressor versus oppressed. Hands up, and don't now shoot. And now you have, Jane, you have mm-hmm. college kids and young people across this country sharing gleefully a letter from Osama bin Laden from, you know, 20 years ago. That is so like I, so messed up. I saw a couple of those videos and I was like, I was just really disturbed. I, it's obvious that we're not teaching history and uh, we have an education crisis because, I mean, to say that somehow and, and look, let's face it, this is a war on the West. So, yeah. I mean, this isn't just about Israel. OK, these people don't. Osama bin Laden didn't like America, guys. I mean, and it concerns me that we have citizens who are glorifying someone who killed 3000 Americans innocent Jane, did civilians. You see, did you see the videos where they're, I, I forget what reporter it is, he's asking these kids, hey, from the river to the sea, I, you're, you're chanting that, right? Yes. What river? Yeah, what river? What sea? They what does that know. mean? Yeah, they they have they, no idea. This is like it's a fashionable protest. They don't know, and it's, un, I'm like, how can we be at the point that we're having, you know, there was always a tiny, wacko fraction of Holocaust deniers. Now it's like entering into the mainstream with some of these college kids. Well, now they're denying 9-11. Yeah, okay, then we've got another one. I, this girl denying nine eleven. I've heard the you know, theories Hamas that Hamas wants to release the hostages, and Israel won't take the deal. I'm like, I mean, you're just wow. out of your mind. I don't know how you combat that kind of. Well, ignorance even the call for a ceasefire. There was a ceasefire. It right. ended on October seventh. Right. Yeah, right. When, Hamas when you happened. start a war, bad things happen. When you start a war, I mean, how do you have to explain this to people when you say you started the fire? And now you think, you know, people aren't going to respond? Well, we're in the heart of Cori Bush's district. And I've said this on social media. She has been spouting off more, protecting Hamas, wanting a ceasefire. And she's never called for a ceasefire from the criminals that are villainizing everybody out here. I mean, they're they're wreaking havoc in the city of St. Louis. If she paid this much attention and had this much passion for protecting innocent people in the city of St. Louis and business owners, population wouldn't have dropped under 300,000. Businesses wouldn't be moving to Clayton and Chesterfield. Things would be a lot different if she would actually devote her time to her district. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with you on that. I mean, I just the ignorance being shown by these people is terrifying. These, these yeah. are college students. <laughs> Not only that, I'd ask for a refund. If you if you are thinking that Hamas is going to be a friend to any of these far left liberal progressive college kids, they're going to that's be, what kills They're going to behead yeah. almost all of you for the way you live. I mean, I mean, it's that well, that's no, right. right, right? No, no gender it's fluid. No, no. L, no LGBTQ. None of that. No, none of that. They they all hate that our lifestyle. Does exist in Israel? Only fans. Absolutely. Won't exist. Yeah. And so, I mean, <laughs> thanks, Nick. That. thanks, Nick, for throwing that one in. There's a couple of things that, that really um, shocked me this week. Just you see constant videos of people tearing down the posters for the hostages just yeah. with, you know, reckless disregard. Then there's a woman, Jan, I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, I can't remember if I tweeted this out. There's a woman by the name of Elizabeth Spears who's a reporter. She's contributed to a bunch of different organizations, including the New York Times on a regular basis. Still, the Washington Post, Daily Beast, New York Review of Books, New Republic, GQ. She was unaware. She, she actually tweeted this out just two days ago. You think the Gaza Health Ministry is Hamas? If you do, maybe I'm not the one who's being coy. Is any Palestinian source Hamas? Yes, actually. Um, And that's the facts. So she's someone who's reporting on this, writing columns, active opinion pieces on The New York Times, and she's questioning whether or not she even said this. Who makes up the organization known as Hamas? And uh, no, somebody said that. 
to her. Who makes up the organization known as Hamas? Her response was, Elizabeth Spires, who's making up the KKK? This guy <laughs> said, KKK has not elected leadership of anyone. She says, neither is Hamas. Hamas wow. is the governing force in Gaza. What place is KKK governing? And her response is, no one elected them. This sums up a lot. This last response, pay yeah, attention just... to this. She said, no one elected them. And if you think white nationalists, and she's wrong about that, they did elect them. If yes. you think white nationalists have never been the governing force in America, I beg you to pick up history books and read about the Southern strategy. And unlike Hamas, those people were elected. This is, again, this is the mindset that the younger people have led by these reporters, especially some of the people behind the scenes at the editing desks that are spitting out and spouting out this nonsense. I was shocked. Again, here's some media malpractice. On the same day the Washington Post puts on their website, I can't tell if it was in the same day in the printed paper, a a really in-depth story about how Hamas wanted to go even further on October 7th and about the glee that they were taking. And Mm -hmm. they they highlighted all the videos and all that. The same day they did that, they had this piece in that was an empathy piece for the Palestinian people talking about all the kids that were killed. And then they cited the Gaza Health Ministry. No, nowhere Mm -hmm. in that story did they say, well, this is run by Hamas and that's the government. Of Gaza, they don't clarify and that Hamas whatsoever. And Hamas are terrorists. Like there are news well, that, outlets that will not say that Hamas is a terrorist organization. And I just, I don't know when, when did that change? Clearly, clearly, clearly they are. But you can also look at the suffering of Palestinian the kids and people. Stuff and you can say, yes. God, that's awful too. Yes. And did Hamas bring this on their own people? I believe they did. Yes. But. I mean, Bernie a lot Sanders. Of those people are trapped. Bernie Sanders says there's no moving forward with Hamas. Hamas has to be go. eradicated. They have to be. They are. They, there's not. It's not even a close call. And you cannot. De- they had a ceasefire. You can never believe Hamas. They are a terrorist organization. They live to. I mean. Eliminate river the to Jews. The, eliminate the Jews. Uh, you know. River. You know. River to the. Whatever. I, I won't even say it. And. It's disgusting, and so now people can't say that that's terrorism, and they won't well, Jane, say it. You and I both know there's somebody that we have in mind when I say this. It's even scarier. We've got these people, these Hamas sympathizers on college campuses. We also have them in our National Guard, and that's one oh, of the I'm scariest so parts. She brought this up last about week. That. Do you have a further update on that? Explain the context She's, of what she's referring to. She says that she is a member of the Missouri National Guard. This woman, the AMP, which is the— um, Association of Muslim Palestinians, and she's the one leading all the marches in St. Louis. And um, she is a member, and she tweeted out things like, "I want to watch um, that I read on the House Israel floor when burn." I was there. Yes, um, I hate Jewish people. I mean, her tweets are. Horrific. She thinks being They're Jewish outrageous. should be crime of the rope. Right. Yeah, she right. says a crime of the rope is being Jewish. Okay, these are words that came out of this woman's mouth. She's the head of this organization. And guess who's racist in her eyes? Right, Jane and I. Of I yeah, we're the racist. <laughs> And so she is a member of the Missouri National Guard. And I'm like, wait a minute. These are subversive policies to the national security of the United States of America. She has no business being in our military. God forbid that we ever have to do anything about this, defend ourselves. If we get an attack from Hamas or their sympathizers or Iran or whoever is, you know, um, teaming up with these people. And she can't be a member of our military. So I asked the senator. Senator Shore, I've asked the governor, I've asked the attorney general to investigate why this woman, and now I'm a horrible person because I don't want her to be in our military. Well, no, and I think, I think you've got an excellent point because when you look at all the different uh, terror cells that uh, the Biden administration is coming out saying, yeah, be, be aware if you're in these, these states, there could be these terror cells to look out for because of this porous border that we have. Yes, if we are invaded, if we are attacked, if there is an attack down in the city of St. Louis or if one of these, uh, these riots go out of control, 
in the National Guard's called in, yes, even one person, one person can Why make a difference. Why would the National Guard if there's some sort of out of control protest? And I mean, and she's a member of the National Guard. I, I think she was born here, but then lived most of her life but, in Gaza. Uh, let, you know, and, I think we've all been kind of shocked that over the last twenty something years, there has not been another major terrorist attack in, in this country, right? I, yeah, I, think I that, do. I think I'm worried about it. Well, I'm worried about it too. But but I also worry about this. The kids who weren't alive during 9/11, they act like they don't. They have no idea. These post 9/11 kids just act no, like it's but not James, possible. Don't you think if we hit? But see, here's what's even more frightening to me. If we had something like that on our soil, right? I feel like a lot of the people right now on college campuses and beyond, they're going to blame America. Yeah, they're going to blame America for it. They had it coming. Just like Israel had it coming. And aren't those the people that are going to get drafted? That's the even scarier part uh, yeah. is if a draft does ensue, you have these individuals that are, have been taught to hate America that are going to defend well, we're not our have, families. I would say that we're, we're past the time of there being another draft anyway, although the numbers are so low. I get that. But yeah. we're in we're in a different time with technology, with warfare as well. Let me go back to the Cory Bush question a little bit. And we talked about this last week. Steve, uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you this, but there seems to be growing interest in that race. Wesley Bell, the aforementioned St. Louis County prosecutor, has declared for her seat. There's some other names by bubbling out there. And um, when you talk to national political people, they're seeing a window now as well where Corey mm-hmm. could perhaps lose a primary next year. So what yeah. are your thoughts on that? I, I, I do think she's vulnerable. There's a couple things. She uh, doesn't have much money, not a good fundraiser. And that's key. And I, you know, Lots you hate, of debt. You hate to say that, but, you know, that's part right. of the deal in politics. Got 100000 in debt. And then now the way she's got the Jewish population, which is substantial in her district, should be The biggest be population in the state. And then labor has been mad at her for yes. a long time because she voted against the infrastructure, infrastructure. bill. Mm-hmm. She's voted against Boeing. It, it's hard to come up with almost anything she's done to represent the actual first congressional Citizens. district. But she so loves you. Yeah, she's well, it's that fist but, that know, she puts in the air. Your actions always talk much louder than your words. Amen. And I think, right. I know Wesley Bell's, you know, he's thrown his hat in. I, I hear rumors. Brian Williams might. I hope so. Senator Williams, if you're listening, I hope so. Yeah, but, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But, thank you, Representative. You know, I do think I do think she is vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, and you know what's interesting is, I mean, you know, there are members of the squad that aren't vulnerable. I mean, Talib is not going to get taken out. Her, she has a huge Muslim population. I, she is so they're sending these members of their squad off to the slaughterhouse. Well, okay, but Cory Bush doesn't even know what she's doing, Jane. Let's face it; she, she doesn't even know if she's going off to slaughter. She doesn't even realize it, so she doesn't have the intellect for that. Hang on, we have much more to come. One more segment: the Reardon Roundtable. We're mixing it up here this afternoon on a Reardon Roundtable for a Friday afternoon. Jane Duker, of course, on the panel. State Rep. Steve Butts, Nick Shore, Missouri State Senator, and I'm I'm not even really sure that I need this to be an official roundtable topic here this afternoon, but I'm going to toss it out anyway just because I like the uh, the name of the book. This story from our local paper, the St. Charles, Nick, this is for you, I guess. I'll tee it up for you. The St. Charles City County Library System has bought four additional copies of a controversial book that critics contend is too sexually explicit for libraries. I just basically, as the host, wanted to say the name of the book, which is Bang Like a Porn Star, yeah. Sex Tips from the Pros. It's in our libraries. I think I saw that movie, actually. But like school I mean, libraries that or was public Debbie libraries? No, this, is, this is a public library, not necessarily a school library thing, okay. right? Is but I still I think, I mean, you still need to ensure that if you're going to have this accessible, number one, I don't think our tax dollars should be going towards how to bang like a porn star, which is geared <laughs> toward 
kids learning how to bang like a porn star. I think it's ridiculous that our, it's a misuse of our taxpayer dollars. And I think whoever was in charge there with that decision to bring in those books should be fired immediately. But they, they, you mean originally or that they ordered four more of Both. them? I mean, how is that? Well, that's, really, that's concerning to me that they ordered four more. Right. What are you doing that for? I yeah, think you need a, a guidebook, weird. right? It's a exactly. Weird if you're asking me. Oh my but, goodness! I mean, I'm not a I'm not a book banner. I think it's ridiculous, but I I, I agree with sequestering adult content away well, from children. I, I say do does. like family video used to. You go into family video. This right. is like around the blockbuster time, which I think. Look, we didn't have all of these these crazy woke problems when blockbuster was up and running. I think there's something to that. We need blockbusters back. But family video, <laughs> you had you had the videos, you, you had dinosaur? the games, and then you had the you know you had to verify your ID. To get back, because I even asked when I was a little kid, I said, what's what's in that back room right back there? Can I crawl under the... No, 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 no. That's 18 and up. So I think, that, look, it, it's and we're not book banning. We're not going out there using flamethrowers like I was alleged to do when we auctioned off a flamethrower. No, this is saying, look, adult content goes to the adults. Do not allow this perversive uh, pornographic material, especially details on how to bang like a porn star, to let our kids see this stuff. I mean, it's atrocious that we even have we, to have this conversation. We just sold about seven or eight copies of that book, I'm telling you right, right now. now. Plus, Nick Shore, ladies and gentlemen, he wants to go back to rotary phones as well, just so you know. <laughs> uh, the Democrats, Jane, helped yes. the Republicans pass the CR. Mike Johnson, the new speaker, didn't want the government to shut down. He didn't do really anything differently than Kevin McCarthy would have done. Yep. He had the Freedom Caucus and other members that were not happy with him, but they didn't shut the government down, and now they have to kind of find a path into next year. Well, the, pr- the problem is, I mean, it's it's temporary, so we're going to be at this again, and I'm, I've always been just critical of not passing a budget. Like, you have, state of Missouri passes a budget. We Pass do. your budget. And, I mean, I, you know, so this nonsense is going to, and so every single time this issue comes up, it allows for, I call it like political terrorism in the sense that they can, you know, use the the credit of the United States government and shutting down the government to try to get what they want. It's the same thing that goes on in Jeff City. We're not gonna we're not gonna renew the uh, provider tax because we want our pet projects in there, and we're gonna shut Missouri government down unless we get what we want. It allows for extortion, and you know, they should be required to pass a budget every year. Well, at least on, on the Jeff City side, at least we stood those guys down, and we did pass yes. a budget at our required time because we had to. Why they don't have to do that in D.C., the CR I mean, thing, I'm glad, but if yeah. you're asking... Well, because they pass their own rules, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of a CR balanced budget There should be an amendment to the Constitution there that says be. you pass a budget every year. And, and by the way, in Missouri, the Constitution says you will pass a budget that is balanced. balanced right? Well, we need to do something different, because when you look at where our money is going, sexual studies, gender studies for Middle Eastern countries, all the money that's been given to Ukraine, all the money that's going to Israel, I mean... We, we need some receipts here, and I think this taxation with that representation thing, it's occurring right now. Do you all feel represented when, when we continue this continuing resolution? The people of Missouri are continuing to see our taxes going up in so many different ways, whether it's with inflation, cost of living, and I, I think we absolutely need a balanced budget. They should have to abide by the same rules that we have in state government, pass a dang budget. We can't just say, yeah, the same thing we did last year. We're going to extend it for six more months. Then come six months, we're going to do danger, it again. It's a dangerous precedent to start. Because- I'll clarify a little bit with Nick there, because that's always a Republican talking point in Jeff City. We do have a balanced budget, thanks to federal money. That's yeah, true. If we had, well, thank you, President we don't, Biden. We don't talking about me- Medicaid, money. mainly Medicaid money or... or- 
we get Medicaid money. Medicaid is huge. Well, even, even look at the COVID money that's going away. That's been one of my my points to the governor's office, to people in the House, people in the Senate, is look, these next couple of years, once this federal money starts going away. Things are going to change. Yeah, so we need to come to the table on things that are already happening in the state. The marijuana issue was something that was already happening in the state. Sports betting, VLTs, that's already happening in the state. But what's happening is the state's not reaping any benefits of it. The consumers are getting screwed to a certain extent right now. So if we stepped in and applied those consumer protections, we could start taxing these items. That is uh, State Senator Nick Schwartz, State Rep Steve Butts is here, Jane Duker. Let, let's talk, Stephen. I'll let you start here on the next legislative session. It's a little early, but then you start getting into pre-filing and things. But the buzz that I hear from the pundits is that this is going to be, now you're on the Democrat side, you're not in the majority, another dysfunctional session for the state legislature. Predictions like that already here before Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, I always hear that it's dysfunctional. And I mean, is there dysfunction in Jeff City? Yes, there is. Does some good stuff still get done even this past year? Absolutely it did. The one was on the on the post today about saying that the Medicaid expansion for postpartum women, there's an example of something that's good. It's not Right. Sexy. It's not going right. to get a lot of interviews. On it's not the how to bang table. like a porn star. You're no, no doubt not. about that. But it's important for people. So mm-hmm. good work does get done. Do we like the dramatic? Yes. This year is going to be quite dysfunctional. It's going to be I nasty cause because we got the provider. Tax. So many people are, are running, running state. Well, and that's why we actually need true leadership. I and I said this true. at the Senate caucus. We need somebody, and I'm the youngest member of the Republican caucus in the Senate. We need leadership like my grandpa used to. If you get out of hand, he's going to smack some heads together and make sure we get back on the right track. The people of Missouri demand, especially for the Republicans, they demand that we give them the representation that they voted for. And the the backward fighting back and forth while taxes increase, we don't get anything done. The school choice issue is still something that is a top priority every single year, but it never gets done. We need actual leadership to take the state in the right direction. Can I humbly recommend something for you guys, Steve, in particular? Um, If you don't like some of the things that are happening in the House, I'm just going to address the House side. You don't like something Dean Plocker, the Speaker, is doing. Just go up to him and kidney punch him because that's what the guy from Tennessee did, <laughs> yeah, you know, or that's what McCarthy did to the guy from Tennessee. I think he can solve some problems too. this yeah. way. I mean, he's Whether still he's ready to, he's still apologetic ready Apologetic or unapologetic. I'm like, Mark, if somebody would have kidney punched you, Oof. would you go run out and do an interview on national TV about it? I'm like, go tell the lunch lady it's fourth grade. Well, I'm okay, like, but in fairness to the guy on? from Tennessee who I think had it coming, he was doing an interview with an NPR reporter at the time that it happened, and she started tweeting about it, which is why it got attention. But look, those guys have been going back and forth, and he was being a big crybaby. Then you had the challenge in the Senate with yeah. the Teamsters yeah. boss. That was that was the one I was talking about. The former he's MMA still star. Going on. Yeah, he's still going on the race. So yeah, I'll, I'll fight him anytime. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? They should do it for charity, like Guns and Hoses coming up next week. That's right. We got guys pulling fire alarms. We got like it's junior high. It is, and And it's all parties. About this at all parties. Maybe this is why we're in the shape we're in. We got a bunch of people in junior high. Well, why would good people run for office when that's what you're sitting next to? I mean, like if you're a good Mm. person, do you want to like go up to D.C. and worry about somebody pulling the fire alarm or starting a fight at a hearing? No, of course not. It's it's not Jane Duker against Cory Bush. We need you for Congress. Oh, she would beat me up. I'm no. I'm. I, <laughs> no, but I, I say that right in the now. Kidney. Your oh. point is well taken about leadership. I, I think right. that that's what's desperately missing from Absolutely. the city of St. Louis. When it, it comes, is. In, you know, some of the smarter people, the business leaders, not that they can solve everything, Steve but Butts I think people are are staying away from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mean, Steve Butts might know, run for mayor. Have you decided on that yet? We got, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. We've decided I'm not running for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> can you at least yeah. walk for mayor then? Yeah. No. So oh, you know, it's, it's not just it's just not a matter of that. The electorate also has to start electing better people. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing to me. That get, you know, just all these guys get elected and reelected. I get it maybe the first time.
But, you know, you got the senator in New Jersey with a half a million dollars of cash in his house. I got no no idea where it came. Gold. Gold. That's right, yeah. I I mean, there's just a couple dozen of them, and then I'll bet you there's 400 of them that are pretty darn competent, trying and doing the right thing. Right. So those 400 got to step up and And I will say that term limits, I'm still not a fan of term limits. Uh, because, you know, th- when I was there, before term limits actually happened, I w- had a year. Well, in now the you're talking about office. Jeff City, right? But, yeah, right. Because but, we don't have federal You term had limits. leadership, okay? And, and, you had, and you had older people telling the younger legislators what they can and can't do, and they kept them in line, frankly, and they taught them. But now you become speaker when you've been in the House for three well, years. Well, that's where I think. And that is a problem. Missouri is an example of how term limits have been done wrong. Illinois is an example with uh, Mike Madigan. Uh, an example of why we need term limits, Nancy Pelosi and There doesn't uh, Chuck seem to Schumer. be an in-between, because we did. I, I was here yeah. when we were talking about term limits, and I supported it. But, I, you know, I think that there are issues the related to what James just is, said. The is, ballot box is your term limit. We uh, will not have a very special Thanksgiving edition of the Reardon Roundtable. Oh. we got a best-of show next Friday, which means oh. this was the very special holiday edition oh, of the Reardon Roundtable. Nick Shore, great gobble, to see gobble. you. Steve Butts, hope you're feeling better. Thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Jane's going to hang out. We're back with more. we got Sue's News. Coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 